I wear helmets to get people in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let Me Look That Up, the show where we use the internet to answer life's most trivial questions. I'm Justin, and I crammed before this exam. And I'm Adam, and I have the internet at my fingertips to look things up. And I'm Tristan. We've all been there before. You're hanging out with a couple of friends, and suddenly a random question pops up like, how do you fly a blimp? That's when somebody ends up pulling out their phone and seeing if they can find the answer. That's what this show's about. Just a couple of friends trying to find the answers to life's mysteries. Because it's been around for a super long time, so everything on it must be correct, sarcasm inserted. Alright, today's topic is electronic dance music, or EDM. And more so, what it looks like. So guys, do you remember uh, Daft Punk? Yeah. Yes. I just really miss those guys. That, that's all I had for this episode. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> that's it? That's it. That's all, that's all you're bringing today? Just making us all remember that Daft Punk is no longer around? Yep. I... <laughs> Guys, I remember them. <laughs> So, uh, guys, what, what, what about Daft Punk is pretty memorable about them? Here's the thing. When I think of Daft Punk, the first thing I think of is our high school physics teacher. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he was in one of the music videos. Right, yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's what I think of, which is <laughs> ridiculous. I think of they were in Tron. I think of they were in the Neutron movie. Oh, yeah. One of the yeah. better parts of the Neutron movie. Well, they did the, the soundtrack for... That was an awesome soundtrack. So good. I listen to that while I drive. It's amazing. Hmm. I listen to it while you drive as well. <laughs> Not in the same car, of course. You just you just look at Find My Friends and be like, oh, Justin's driving. Gotta, yeah. Gotta turn yeah. I have a notification <laughs> system <laughs> set up. Yeah. Quick, pull up Daft Punk. It's an automation. Every time you leave your house and Daft Punk starts playing. So guys, <laughs> the real reason I want to talk about Daft Punk today is they look weird, right? There's something a little bit different about them, right? I oh, mean, yeah, they I, wear jumpsuits. They look pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They looked pretty cool. That's true. They did blow up. They did so. blow up. Well, one of them blew up. The other no, one they, just walked into the sunset. If you watch the whole the did whole Garfunkel? video series, they both blow up. Wait, oh. is there a sequel? Is there a next yeah. one? Yeah, there's just, a sequel. Oh. I just saw the first one. <laughs> I don't oh, know gosh. what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Adam, when they uh, announced that they were uh, breaking up, I guess, right. I, I don't know, ending... There was a video that they did where oh. it was just the two of them like walking into the the desert, and then one of them just stops walking, and like they push the buttons, and the other one walks away, and the other one like self destructs in the background. But apparently oh. they made another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, the other one where he's just walking through the desert, and it's kind of it kind of goes along with with the rest of the the album, but at the end of that he self destructs too. Oh. oh, so it's like a metaphor for his life, right? He's self-destructing. Nope. 
That's just... No, I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> I just said no because I realized I don't want to, like... I don't want to talk about the dark, depressing part of self-destructing. They walked into the desert and exploded. You can take a deeper meaning, but that just sounds cool. Uh, it's anyway, a metaphor. Yeah. But yeah, they look like robots. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. got fancy helmets. They got fancy bicycle helmets. Yeah, and so Motorcycle that's what... Helmets. No, they don't. Fancy bicycle helmets. <laughs> fancy bicycle helmets. I don't know where you well, buy your helmets. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's kind of what what I'm trying to get at is is Daft Punk's robot helmets. Right. There's that's a pretty specific look, you know, and I'm kind of wondering less so about why they do it because, you know, artists, they all have their their own reasons, but more so how long have there been people wearing helmets and playing music at the same time? Yeah. Or like hiding their identity to some Yeah, hiding their identity, right. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely got appeal. You can rock the house and then turn around and walk into Seven Eleven, and no one knows who you are. So I can definitely see the appeal there. Yeah, you you get to kind of like uh, turn off your fame. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not an actor where everybody knows your face and everywhere you go, the paparazzi's following you. Like, well, you that's can true. Just get to go, and then you're not that person anymore. You're right. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to talk over you, but oh my gosh, this makes me think of like if someone's not wearing a like that means that whoever is like a super fan has really dug deep to figure out what you look like without a helmet on. And that probably, like, if they know who you are, that already sets the bar in your brain. Like, okay, red alert, this person knows who I am. They might, like, I'm either getting stabbed or they're asking me to sign something. Like, (laughs) If they recognize who I am, run. (laughs) (laughs) I just just thought of this. It's kind of that you end up with that cool air of mystery where it's like, like the Stig in Top Gear. It's like, ooh, who is this person? What? I want to figure it out. And like, yeah. you know, with Top Gear, they, they've they gone through different stigs and stuff and they've revealed who it's been, but they always come back with a new one and that's always a different person. And then the, then you're back no. to that same question of who is this guy? No, it's always the same one. This, the stig is the stig. There's no, there's only one. This, Yeah, that is absolutely true. There, There is all, only, one. only one stig. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, what do you want to know about helmets? Like, 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 what's what's what you to the musical artists? Like, what uh, brings you into the what brings you into the you know into the shop today to talk about helmets? I was literally going to ask, did I just walk into a helmet shop for <laughs> for EDM artists looking to to hide their faces? Well, and it's funny that you say that because there's. If you type in DJ Helmet and you just uh, like, which, by the way, sounds like a great DJ name, yeah. DJ, DJ Helmet. Helmet. <laughs> Etsy is like, uh, you could scroll for probably ages with lots of helmets, including a Daft punk Chia Pet helmet where you could plant like a succulent in it or you could spread the seeds on it, which already looks pretty cool. You can buy DJ Helmets pretty much everywhere. It looks like these masks are uh, quite prolific, including a motorcycle helmet company called DJ Helmets. So... There's a lot to unpack there with the why do these DJs wear these helmets, but I kind of want to more go into how long has have there been DJs wearing helmets? Tristan, do you have any theories as to how long this has been going on? Oh man, okay, let's think about this. I would imagine. I think we we limit ourselves to like, oh, they've probably only been doing this since like the '90s or something, but I think it goes much further back than that like were there people in i don't know mozart's time who would wear masks <laughs> you know yeah like were were there were, <laughs> i can't even express my thoughts right now i'm, I'm no, so I mean, excited by this idea of like i don't know the masquerade kind of thing but ooh, yeah can we draw a through line to to back when masquerades were a thing 
can we draw like a through line from Daft Punk all the way to them? Yeah. To be fair, to look up the history of musicians that wear masks throughout history, you have to, in the current age of COVID, you have to dig through a lot of people trying to sell you masks with composers' faces on them. Oh, so, so you can be half like, of oh, my research open. is just sifting through <laughs> music put onto face masks when I just want to know the history of masked musicians, which doesn't actually like it sounds cool until you just think of a guy wearing like a Phantom of the Opera mask and like breaking into your house. Not cool. Now, yeah, there, there's another question. Does the Phantom of the Opera fall into this genre of masked DJs? Is he a DJ? He, he does manipulate a woman. He spins the table, so to speak. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That's a weird one. I will own that. Quick, quick question. I just need some clarification. Adam, what is your familiarity with EDM artists? Uh, you know, to be honest, uh, besides knowing the people who make costumes for EDMs, I actually don't know much about EDM concerts. And I, I, I know more about the people I used to work with people who would make the elaborate uh, outfits that you would wear. Okay, that's you, that's what I know is seeing the artistry side. I don't know much about the electronic music side. You know people who make DJ outfits? Not well, not so much DJ outfits. It's more like the people who show up in like full costume. Oh, right. Like okay. uh, that side of uh, okay. of uh, EDM. Although I'm 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 sure it's not a it's not too far from making masks. I've never asked. Off the top of my head, the ones that I can think of, like obviously Daft Punk, Marshmallow, uh, Dead Mouse. Now, okay. Dead Mouse, I actually know some facts off the top of my head that he actually does take his helmet off during shows. Does he? So yeah, that's that sort of like um, anonymousness of mm -hmm. of a mask and stuff. He doesn't really follow that trend. He's actually just sort of using the helmet as part of the show, but also he, I think there was an incident a few years back where he fainted on stage from wearing the helmet too long. I bet oh it gets gosh. super hot under that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that explains why the Etsy store, the big thing they were highlighting was vented helmets. <laughs> like, oh. I'd much rather watch a DJ with a shiny helmet than just some dude. Now, <laughs> DJ sweat hair. <laughs> now, now, the interesting thing, thing is, though, is Daft Punk formed all the way back in 1993. And back then, before they had the robot helmets, they just wore black bags over their heads black, <laughs> really what kind of material yeah. like Satin? the black shopping bag that they cut the holes <laughs> it's like charlie brown <laughs> i'm i'm picturing either either like those black cloth bags that you always see them take hostages in or okay. they <laughs> or their paper bags that were painted black and had eye holes cut out of them like the like the spider-man <laughs> when he was on the fantastic four how he just had yeah the bag on his head yeah and i know back then they did it because they didn't want to be photographed or videoed they did they wanted kind of their music to do the speaking for them i could go really wide with this because the history mm -hmm. of like helmets as especially the idea of like wearing it for like a theatrical purpose. It's like the history of masks throughout history. I mean, the fact that people mm. wore them through more religious ceremonies, they wore them, you know, it's oh. like funeral masks, you know, they wear it, you know, it's like this, like disguising, you know, being able to actually like, you know, take on a persona while wearing it. You know what else I'm wondering? Was there a masked DJ before Daft Punk? Well, th that, that's actually a good point. I'm, I've been looking up, um, I've been trying to look up, like, it's it's, it's kind of crazy, because every time you try to look up masked musicians before Daft Punk, you really can't find a lot before them. It seems like, I mean, this is something that if somebody else has done a deep dive on, anybody can comment on, has there been anybody 
before Daft Punk because all I can see is like Daft Punk, Daft Punk, masks that are better than Daft Punk. <laughs> Their best songs. What do they look like without a mask? Well, fun fact going going into into trying to figure out a list of of artists that wear helmets. I do know that Marshmello uh, was inspired to wear a helmet because of Dead Mouse. Ah, okay. Now I don't know what inspired Dead Mouse to wear a helmet. I'm I'm imagining it was also Daft Punk. So there might be a through line between at least those three. I do know that Dead Mouse actually got his name because a mouse died in his computer and cut off his uh, voice chat once. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> bummer <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i mean honestly it seems like all of the inspiration for daft punk it just keeps being like isaac asimov or like the star wars you know like stormtrooper helmets as well as the uh um uh bounty hunter Ooh. so um i actually do have something really interesting i have the person who created the daft punk helmet for the uh-huh. french duo okay. um they actually was created by a special effects artist known as Tony Gardner. Uh, for uh, he worked for apparently a place called Altarian Inc. We are not in any way affiliated or supported by them, but he actually has a mini documentary called Behind the Helmets, uh, Daft Punk, where he talks about um, the process of creating it because they actually approached like they actually wanted a way to like hide their identity but also look cool. And he actually was uh, he actually worked with them to develop that. And so this is straight out of like movie craft because apparently they used to also do like face paint back in the day too. Like before they adopted like the bag and wig method, like because <laughs> apparently they used to glue wigs to their bags. Wow. Yeah. Oh, like okay. it was a whole thing. They even like would paint the masks, the bags. Yeah. So apparently like he was either, he went to one of their shows or was approached by them after one of their shows and he just was like, yeah, you guys need something better. Let me, you know, let me just take a crack at it. And they kind of worked on the inspiration. You mean there's something better than a bag with a wig glued to the top of it? <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel like that's my Zoom meeting persona. <laughs> oh, I have a meeting. Oh, I just man. put this bag with a wig on. <laughs> hey, does that article answer the question of what the bags were made out of? It does not. <laughs> oh. So there, there really isn't anyone before Daft Punk who were wearing helmets. Like there wasn't like some disco no. act out there in that the seventies, yeah, that we can go oh. back to, Ooh. or someone Actually, in the eighties. You know, this is kind of interesting because I feel like it kind of divulges, uh, di- divulges, it diverges uh, in music here, and it actually kind of like. It seems like part of their roots go back to like Britain in like the seventies. They have David Bowie. <laughs> they have David oh, Bowie, and then they have um, Bowie, and then they also have this guy like the seventies called Bloody Beetroots who had a Venom style mask when he was on stage. When you say Venom style, what does that mean? You know, Venom from like a Spider Man. You know that oh, like uh, the white okay, yeah. paint, the white, the the white and black mask. Uh huh. So I feel like it's not so much there was a movement. There was like these little one act DJs back in the day or pop music from the seventies where people would just wear ostentatious makeup or just randomly wear a mask during shows ah. it seems like they kind of drew their inspiration from that plus you know the anonymity factor apparently was really big for them the ability just mm-hmm. to take off their mask and go home right interesting so it, w- it was more of a these people have done it as a one-off but what if we do it and that's our thing we wear the yep. helmet all the time all the time we never take it off this is the way this is the way this is the way i have spoken interesting that's really interesting yeah from what we can tell, it seems like they are the the ones who did it and made it a thing. 
All right. Well, I think we've done as much research as we can fit into an episode. Uh, Tristan, what did you learn today? Yeah, well, I, I think it's really interesting, uh, kind of their reasoning and their motivation behind it. It seems like they... Wuh, it seems like it hasn't been really a thing uh, for a long time. And there seems to be no correlation between like masquerades and like i'm sure that influence that had some form of minor influence along the way of like oh let's do this performance for other artists let's do this performance with masks and and that kind of stuff um but for them to just be influenced by these one-offs and then to actually make it a thing uh they're kind of the the trailblazers of masked djs yeah i was kind of hoping there was someone before daft punk who was a a robot dj but it seems that they were the first and they will always be the first yeah Yeah. i mean honestly it seems like out of everyone who wore masks anybody who painted their faces wore stuff on stage that was part of their persona on stage but it was never permanent daft punk is the first people to say this is it now deal with it yeah my challenge is that if you know of anyone or can think of anyone before daft punk like reach out and let us know because we like we that'd be really cool to to kind of come back around to it and say like yeah. hey we found someone uh but if not like let's just appreciate Daft Punk for for who they were yeah let's let's appreciate Daft Punk for the 27 years that they walked this planet as robots bagged with wigs and then robots yes so so a sentient bags that then became <laughs> robots that are now human as the natural evolution of all robots <laughs> from bag to robot so uh tristan has uh do we have any listener lookups this week we certainly do what <laughs> so this week for listener lookups one of our friends over on facebook actually sent in a question that i thought that we might be able to answer on the show today they asked if disgruntled means angry or dissatisfied does gruntled mean happy or satisfied? You know how sometimes there's those words that like they have that prefix right, in front yeah. of them. And then it's like, wait, does the root word, is that even a word? Do we use that? So Adam, real quick, can you look up, is gruntled a word and does it mean happy and satisfied? And I hope it's not a verb you do to someone else. <laughs> You've been gruntled. <laughs> is, is gruntled a verb? <laughs> well... According to Miriam, uh, Miriam Webster, according to Miriam Webster, let me let me just switch into my Miriam Webster voice. According to Miriam Webster here, uh, Miriam Webster here, it is an adjective. And apparently uh, gruntled is, in fact, a word. And it is uh, described as informal and often humorous. The definition is in good humor, happy, contented. The example being once he was gruntled, a wife and a kid, a good job, but because he devoted too much time to the latter, meaning the job, the former's packed up and left. Oh, is his last name former? This, Formers? This character that you've built is, yeah. is amazing. He's uh, Miriam Webster's character. <laughs> Just for the fun of it, can you look up a different dictionary? Because if, if we all remember the last time we used Miriam Webster. Well, if we were to go to uh, the Cambridge Dictionary. Ah, the Cambridge Dictionary. Gruntled, adjective, uh, happy or satisfied, informal. Oh, Although he wasn't actually disgruntled, 
he was far from being gruntled. <laughs> Is there an example? <laughs> that was that's, their example? Yeah, that's yes. the worst example sentence I've ever heard. I feel like we need to talk to the people who make the examples. Right. <laughs> so what does unhappy mean? It means to not be happy. Get it's out. Like, <laughs> like if you're at a spelling bee and you're, you ask them, hey, can you use that in a sentence? And they say, the word I want you to spell is gruntled. Well, there we have it. Gruntled is a word. You might not be disgruntled, but you're far from being gruntled. I'm going to say that next time somebody's like, what's my service? Can you tell me if I did a good job? Well, I wasn't disgruntled, but I'm far from being gruntled. On a scale of one to ten, how gruntled are you right now? (laughs) One being disgruntled, ten being gruntled. I hate when people do the... Okay, this is... this is a tangent, so I'm stuttering like crazy because that's something I'm really passionate about. Um, when people do the one to ten, people always explain what the one to ten is. We all know what the one to ten is. Yeah. Nobody says on a scale of one to ten, one being I know what that means. Yeah. You don't Nobody's have to say ever going to flip that. Like you the question it. says, how dissatisfied are you? Obviously, ten is going to be the most dissatisfied. Right. Anyway. If you would be more than gruntled to have your question featured on Listener Lookups, go ahead and reach out to us on our social media on Facebook at Let Me Look That Up Pod, Instagram and Twitter at Let Me Look That Up. If you want to support the show, there's a couple of ways that you can do that. One, we're on Apple and Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. So go over there, subscribe to the show, leave us a rating and a review. Also, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash let me look that up and you can support us there as well. You can find all of these links in the description or at letmelookthatup.com. Thanks for joining us today and we'll see you next week on Let Me Look That Up. I'm Justin. I'm Adam. And I'm Tristan. 